Welcome back to the show. Today's episode opens up with the question, what is the common man's perspective of the current political theater? Back to Trump for a moment. For me as a voter, he is yet to explain his part of the COVID thing. Because he signed off on the vaccine and all this other rhetoric that's been proven wrong. Yeah. And there's, if no matter what side of the house you're on, on the opinion of it, if it's, it's unhealthy or whatever, he, he wears part of that on his shoulder. Yeah, he has to. And I think the best thing he could do would be come out and accept it. And the, the other thing that bugs me, uh, maybe not bug me, but the, the problem I think he's going to have trying to get voted back in was the reason he lost the last one. No matter what your opinion is, he lost the swing vote in the middle, which determines almost every election. It's at 10% in the middle. And a lot of it's educated white women. And a lot of them, like in Georgia, Pennsylvania, and a few other places, do not like the way he comes across as a pompous narcissist. And then you got part of that crowd that don't like ways treats women in the past that keeps getting brought up and stuck in the news. He's done nothing to address any of that. Yeah. So what's going to change in the next election? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, if you're saying it was voter fraud, okay, if it's proven or not, what did you do to circumvent that next time? And yeah, he's well, not I addressing think- none of it. He just wants to make pound on the keyboard on social media and then get in front of a camera and go, they stole it or whatever. Oh, what are you going to do about it? I'm wondering if the RNC backs him. I mean, it could go. Hey, I mean, he's rubbed enough people the wrong way. I mean, I, I mean, get it. it. It It is a swamp and they're all, it's like, he's, you know. he's in, in the middle of a swamp almost alone. Yeah. I mean, he backs McCarthy. McCarthy yeah. is part of the swamp. Yeah, he ain't no better. He is swamp. He is swamp water. Oh, I, I, when, when the whole thing, I, I was like, go on, y'all just stay there all night until he stops spending his name in the hat. You know what well, I mean? He, he also didn't do anything to stop the shutdowns. Mm-mm. You know, there's a lot of stuff that when, when it's he like, got, it got hot and heavy, he nutted up, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he knew what to do. And at that point, he didn't have many friends. Oh, no. And he was listening to all the wrong ones. And now he's got, he's going to go in for a second time with not as strong a lineup as before. Yeah. How do you have a better lineup than before? The A team went in first. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't go in second time unless you brought the A-team with you as you turned it over and you rode right back into it. Now you're going in there five years later. Now he's going to be close to eight. Is he going to be 80 if he yeah. wins it? I mean, and now we're watching Geritol in the White House right now. Who wants to vote for another person who's going to be 80 when they take office? I don't know, man. It don't make sense. But the... Then you got folks like me. I I'd rather have someone in in there that 
has a potential for eight years. Yeah. And four years and you're out. And it's basically more like two years and you may have Congress and then Congress don't do anything because they, like they had Congress the first two years and did little to nothing with Congress. Yeah. I mean, Obamacare should have been gone. All this nonsense instead of a little, little this, little that. And look at inflation. Yeah. Well, one thing that does need to be fixed is the healthcare system. And I don't mean fixed in a way that Obama did it. I'm talking about make it a free and open market. Make it a true free and open market. The last stat that I saw, to your point, right now we are the number one highest leading cost healthcare in the world. The second point in the data was we're 47th in healthcare. 47th. We should be number one. Yeah. If we We don't, we sit here, run around, say we got the best healthcare in the world. But people that are putting the, these statistics out, our own people have us listed at 47. Well, if <clears throat> statistically speaking, if you're talking about a, uh, from a business standpoint, I'm sure we are number one in the world. I'm sure our healthcare industry makes more money than any other <laughs> yeah. healthcare industry. That's the only number one they got. And it's off the American taxpayer, not globally. Because <clears throat> we pay more for health care, and we're 47th as in health quality in the world with declining. And it's been declining since Obamacare. Can't no one say it's not. Since they enacted that shit, it has been going downhill. Yeah. Well, I mean, too, we don't prevent or cure anything. No, we don't. And the other thing is like the median age of life expectancy is doing this shit, but yet they want to keep pushing Social Security higher. I mean, Social Security right now is 70 without taking a hit on the payout. Full Social Security is now 70. (laughs) The average median death for a male in this country is 70. Women is 76. Think about it. If you take it at 62, they take 33% from you. Yeah. Under the current age groups. So you lose 33%. You lose one third to try to retire early and figure it out yourself. And then you can't get Medicare till 65 because they push that up. So you have no medical benefits. Because because of Obamacare, you can't afford insurance on your own. Yeah. Well, the way they need to do Social Security is they need to take... Because Social Security, like your Social Security number is your EIN for the federal government. So basically, it's your tax ID. It's your business ID. If you're a business entity, that's your ID. Right. So the way they need to do Social Security is they need to take the money and open an account, whether it's a, it's some type of an investment account. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an investor. I don't know the correct terms and all that, but, and invest that money in your name and 
let you have some say so in it and also uh it would exponentially increase the amount that you have when you retire because then it would be an actual true retirement retirement account they need to take it away from the feds i mean it's making pennies on the dollar with them i mean even a bad ira can do better than what the turnover rate for an i for the feds is i mean not yeah, saying they're keep, but they keep keeping uh, they keep all the interest payments. Yeah, well, and they keep you indentured to them. It's yeah. power. Yeah. I mean, it's like your Roth. Why why are you limiting how much I can put into a Roth? Yeah. Or my four oh one. Why do you put a cap on it? Because you don't want me to be able to be unindentured from you, the government. Right. So unless you squirrel that stuff away somewhere else, I mean it makes no sense. To put these programs in place and then handcuff you. The four hundred one ks and the Roths; those are uh, those are for the poor people. Because the four hundred one ks right now, it you cannot get a decent four hundred one k other than taking the match. You're not going to make much money because they just eat you up in in uh, fees every month. You get heat fee for this, you get a fee for the match, and then. When, if you make anything, they charge you a fee because they you, they re- automatically reinvest, so it's another fee on top of that fee. The fees are horrendous. And then they give you the shittiest selection to choose from. I mean, you can money market in a Roth and do better than most 401ks through the marketplace right now. That's the back, you know, that's what I've, you know, I've been telling Smitty, you know, he's, he's an older, that's like, you have to re- you have to change how you look at retirement. It's you want to replace your check. It's not what a lot of you know. Understand what I'm saying? You want to replace your your paycheck, right? A lot of people kind of look at it. Well, you get this, get that. Okay, so we have a small pension. That's a piece of your pie. Social Security. I mean, a lot of people say it may not be there. That's a piece of the pie. You're trying to fill that pie up, and then you. I mean, everyone has to figure out medical and insurance and stuff like that. But you have to fill that pie back up and not touch your principal balances. There's a lot of people, they just, you know, knee jerk and they go, oh, I'm going to go pay off a house or I'll go buy a car. Well, that money's gone. You don't get it back. Right. So you don't, you can't live off the gains or the interest from it. So you, you have to make your check whole in retirement from your, your Roth, your 401s, your pension, or your and your Social Security and other little things. You you have to make a pie. It's yeah. if you got three pieces of pie, four pieces of pie. That's how you replace your check. Correct. Well, and ideally, you'd want to go into retirement with no bad debt. No bad debt. But, but you can't. I, anyway, I'm rambling there. No, I mean, uh, I, I'll say this: if if your combined household is not making well into the six figures in this economy, you're going to struggle. Yeah. It, yeah. And you have to pay yourself first, but this economy is killing retirement savings and retirement savings since COVID has been decimated. And you can see that also when you look at the numbers the banking sector, you see a trillion plus dollars in credit card debt in this country. It's never been that high. 
It's going to collapse. Yeah. It's unsustainable. And they just keep spending money that is nothing but debt. Yeah. It's bad enough it's debt. We're paying interest on said debt when the interest rates are at, what is it, 7% on a mortgage now? Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. And the price of goods is still going up, 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 up. I mean, you go to the grocery store still. This the supply you can't blame the supply chains, the truckers and the and the ports. We have broken relationships with other countries that we can't get produce into this country. You can't hardly find a simple white onion in the southeast right now. Yeah. You can find uh, Vidalias, they're in season in the, in Georgia here. You can find red onions that are not that great. A lot of them are beat up, bruised, bruised, and they're starting to rot by the time we get them. Grocery store is scary looking, and it's getting worse because you used to, you know, you'd have all these selections on a shelf, say, for salsa, and you'd have 10 different selections. Now you're down to three, and they're just spreading it out everywhere. It kind of, kind of slow down. We had six. Now we're four. Now we're down to like three different suppliers and you're seeing it with everything it's not good it's it's not just that it's bad to when you see the dirty games that the retailers are having to play uh for instance walmart taking a uh school supply uh, bin and marking it down but really all they did was put a different sticker in the rollback thing on it and it's the same price yeah they didn't mark it down I've actually seen retailers up the price on their goods and then discount them back to the original price in the store so it looks like, like you're a sale yeah. Like a sale, but you're really not. I mean, that's that's just age old adage. I mean, they, all the way back in the nineties, eighties. I remember like buy three tires, get one free. Well, you paid full price for three, so you're yeah. basically getting you're paying more than you could get on a regular sale price, right? Because you're actually only getting seventy five percent. Yeah, I mean, you could get on a normal day, you could probably get a couple bucks under that. On a price match. Right. But they'd run those ads, buy three, get one free. Then people come in and get pissed. I mean, royally pissed. And they'd be like, what do you mean the tire's $200? Well, that's the retail price. That's how it works. You buy three at regular retail price and you get the fourth one for free. And they'd be yeah. like, well, fuck, I could have got it last week cheaper. I was like, I can't argue with you. Right. I, I wonder at what point. Because eventually you guys start making decisions, right? Do I keep paying my mortgage or do I feed myself? Grocery store, scary dog. The food bank by my house is a, a church that runs a food bank. And a year or two ago, very, very small, not a ton of people were going there now i know you know more and more people are going to gravitate towards food banks because that they're doing their job but now 
fast forward to today, when I drive by there, there's a line wrapped around the building of people. Um, yeah, it just it, rubber is going to meet the road at some point, you know, just like it did in 2008 uh, or seven or whatever. Um, it's just a matter of which which market's going to crash first. The media has really convinced people that Florida is like some horrible place to live. And I just think it's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. It, it, it is. I, I, I've seen a lot of it. And it. I don't think DeSantis has helped himself with some of the rhetoric he's put out there. But it, come on, man. Yeah, most the, people don't. He's running for president. Yeah. And he, most people don't even know. This is how shitty the media is. That he's a veteran. I guarantee you nine out of ten people that know he's running for president have no idea his backstory. That's oh, how sure. shitty the media it is. Because all they can talk about is Trump. If well, Trump also- if Trump passed away tomorrow of a heart attack, the media would have no idea what to do for the next ten years. Yeah. But the funny thing about it, like I almost got into an argument with a lady about it. But statistically speaking, Florida is the freest state in the union. Yes. Like, wait, if you, you look at it, you lay all the laws out there, lay everything out, it is the freest state. You know, and they have convinced people that, you know. Yeah, you got to run a, that rhetoric. It's a racist state and yeah. everybody's, everybody's being killed. And nobody bothered to read the bill that he put out there because it was basically, from my understanding, it had nothing to do with banning history. Well, it's not part of the agenda for those in charge. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to reach us, you can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, or email us at primecohesion at gmail.com. And thank you for stopping by and